Hello, welcome everyone to Believe in Him Podcast. My name is Relia, and I'm back with another lesson. Before I start on this lesson, I would like to say a quick prayer. Lord, please help everyone who hears this message be open to receive what you have led me to speak on. In your son Jesus' name, amen. So, the lesson that I'm going to discuss this week is called Ways to grow closer to God in this season. As we go through this season, I think it's imperative that we stay close to God. It is very easy to stray or even give up hope in God. However, there are ways that we can grow closer to God despite what we're going through. On my own personal walk of faith, God has shown me various ways in which I could grow closer to him. And I feel led to share those ways with you. Are you ready? Number one, communion. I actually did this during this season. I think it was back in April or, yeah, back in April, like going into May. I started to notice that communion was missing from my life. Since I hadn't been able to attend church like I would like to, communion started to be something that I would either forget I completely miss. At first, it didn't affect me, or at least I didn't think it did. But then I started to feel bad and wanted to get back to doing communion. So I remember what my uncle told me a couple years ago, which was, you can do communion at home. So I decided that I would start to do communion at home. But it didn't just stop there. God let me to partake in communion for 30 days, and I did. Each day I found time to have communion with God. I preferred to do this in the morning. I prepared communion with a saltine cracker and a cup of juice. I pray over the cracker and juice, asking God to bless the cracker and juice. Then I'd pray to God before partaking in communion. In my prayer, I will come before God self-reflecting, which we are instructed to do in 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verses 28 through 29. The scripture says, but let a man examine himself, and so let him eat of the bread and drink of the cup. For he who eats and drinks in an unworthy manner eats and drinks judgment to himself, not discerning the Lord's body. So I ate the cracker and drank the juice and then went on with the day. Once I completed those 30 days of communion, I learned a lot. I learned first and foremost to make God the priority, not a priority. I also felt a sense of closeness of God in my life. Number two, fasting. In the book of Matthew chapter four, verses one through 11, we learned that Jesus had fasted for 40 days and 40 nights. In those 40 days, Jesus didn't eat any food. He gave food up for those days. Now, when we fast, we should do the same. We should fast with the mindset of, I'm giving this up, whatever it is, because it is serving a greater purpose. Now, I'm not saying you have to fast for 40 days, but I think it's good for us as Christians to fast. While I haven't recently fasted, um, there was a time, well, there's been a couple times where I fasted, but the last time that I fasted, was when I gave up meat for an entire week. And I tell you, it seemed like the longest week ever. 
it was tough. But I made it through and it was only because of God. Every time I felt that desire to have meat, I had to pray. I had to call on God and ask him to help me because I realized I couldn't do it on my own. For some of you all, I know that you might not be able to give up meat because of your diet or maybe because of certain medications that you have to take. But you can also do a fast where you give up other things. You can give up watching your favorite TV show and instead replace that time with spending more time with God. You can also give up your favorite snack, which reminds me, I once gave up chocolate for 30 days. There was a lot of praying during that time. Yet during those times of fasting, I realized something. I realized with God, I can give up something like meat or chocolate. I can give it all up for him. Number three, Bible audio. Sometimes along this walk of faith, we can become quite restless in our routines. We might start to say comments like, I've already read this and I don't need to read it again. Or, I already know this. But it's still imperative that we find time to get God's word within our spirits. During those times of feeling that way, I learned to listen to the Bible instead of reading it. Romans chapter 10 verse 17 says, So faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. When we hear the word of God, those words will resonate within our spirit and speak within our spirits. As we hear the word of God, we will begin to feel closer to God. Number four, writing scripture down. I actually received this suggestion from Pastor Rick Warren. He suggested that the best way to memorize scripture is to write it down, and I agree. Proverbs 7, 1. Well, let me go back. Proverbs chapter 7, verses 1 through 3 says, My son, keep my words and treasure my commands within you. Keep my commands and live. And my law is the apple of your eye. Bind them on your fingers. Write them on the tablet of your heart. So in one season of my life, I decided to write scriptures down on post-it notes and recite them. I did this for a couple of weeks. And during those weeks, um, this not only helped me to receive the word of God, but I truly remembered the word of God. As I wrote those words down, it was like God was speaking directly to me through those scriptures. Number five, choose one book from the Bible to zoom in and then study that book. While I've done this a couple of times with different books, one book that really draws me close to God is the book of Psalms. The book of Psalms includes Psalms 23, which tells us the Lord is our shepherd the book of Psalms also includes Psalm 27, which says the Lord is my light and salvation. And there are plenty more other scriptures. So I would suggest taking a month or two to zoom in on the book of Psalms, not just to read the scriptures, but to also study the scriptures. I'd even suggest keeping a notebook. So in the event that a scripture jumps out at you, or if you feel like God is speaking to you, you can write that scripture down or what God spoke to you. Number six, lastly, praying scripture over your life. There are a couple of YouTube videos that speak about doing this. One that I can think of off the top of my head is by Kim Cash Tate. When we pray scripture over our lives, 
we remind ourselves of just how powerful God's word is. It's really not that hard to do. You can pray scripture like this. Proverbs chapter three, verses five through six says to trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding In all your ways acknowledge him and he shall direct your paths. Your prayer could be, Lord, help me to trust in you with all my heart and help me not to lean on my own understanding, but to acknowledge you in everything that I do. And Lord, please direct my paths. When you do this, you align your prayers back to the word of God. So those are the ways that I feel God is leading me to tell you that you can grow closer to him in this season. As I close out this message, I want you to know that I'm not suggesting that you do everything that I suggested to you. You can choose to do one or two or whichever best suits you. And if you're unsure, as always, pray that God will lead you in which way he would like for you to grow closer to him. Until next time, be blessed. Remember, believe in him. Thank you.